Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. That's right. Here on this Monday morning, Taz and the Moose with you on CBS Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Mike Pete across the way, bogus with your updates. To 9 a.m. Eastern time we go, and it's been a very, very busy Monday morning. NBA has been the big-time theme with free agency getting going 6 o'clock last night Eastern time. And with that, here we go. Kick off the third and final hour. Here's the three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. A wild first day and night of NBA free agency. Uh, it's It certainly was a wild uh, first night of NBA free agency. Uh, Taz, it was all decided. Oh Aside from Kawhi Leonard in the span of about... Uh, uh, about six, seven hours uh, yeah. last night. Uh, you got the inside tip on, uh, you were saying earlier in the first segment, on, on the Durant. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you, didn't, you, didn't, you kept it to yourself. Well, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, because it wasn't my story. It no, wasn't that my was cool thing. that you yeah. kept it to yourself. But, yeah, I, I should have probably said something. But I did not tweet it because, I, I you know, what happened was the news comes out. I text Biseglia. And, well, Biseglia texted me about it's crazy. Uh, that uh, Durant's got his decision tonight. I, I think the text I said, he's going to Brooklyn. He goes, oh, it's funny. I think he's going to the Knicks. And, ah. then, and, and, 45, and Mike could attest that, correct? Yes, all true. That's yes, great that you guys true. share texts with each other. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I sent Mike. I sent Mike. He never texted me first. I sent him a text saying basically. I didn't text him oh, first. No, actually, he did text me first. Yeah. He, he did text But I first. tweeted at him publicly. I put him over when the Nets got Durant. Oh, Kyrie, nice. There and I go. tweeted. And that's then, a nice job by you. Yeah, well, that's what I do. So, so <laughs> I know that. And then he, he, then he texted me. But okay. you guys have a regular love fest, which I think is great. It's great for the show. So, yeah, so you guys, it's funny. You're <laughs> you're a Knicks fan. He's a Nets fan. And you guys so, do yeah, that. So, yeah, so he texted me. And I told him he's going to go to Brooklyn. And he ends up, he ends up going to Brooklyn because uh, the guy that I know that I texted, I said, so it's coming tonight. Where's he going? Do you know? He goes, Brooklyn. I go, really? He goes, yes. Mm. Nick's never had a shot. I go, oh, great. Good to know. That's unbelievable. <laughs> and, and then, you know, and then it comes out, and I texted him. I go, you called? He goes, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. That's why he called. No, and it was funny. Uh, what's his name? The guy, uh, uh, Wojcik, Wojcik Gimmick Schnabitz. Yeah, from, uh, Right, yeah. yeah. He... he he put it out there, right, beforehand, and meanwhile, it was like, I really thought it was going to be hush-hush until Durant did what he said and that he would announce it on his Instagram. I thought this was the one time that, it, you know what I mean, like for a player, that it wouldn't be spoiled, more, more or less. But I think a lot of times players want to get it out there even beforehand, and it helps. Yeah, it helps it, their social right. Media unless you're thing. having that, uh, unless you're doing the uh, the gimmick up there with the LeBron James first go around when he initially went to Miami, where they kept that hush hush. I don't know. In today's day and age, I don't know if that would be kept all quiet. It's hard, dude. It's hard. It'd be with social very, media. Yeah. Well, it'd be very difficult, yeah. and with so many people being in the know, I mean, that's almost an instant as where. 
you know, the only person that can know is you, the player, when you're making that decision. Because if you tell anybody else, even your family, I mean... I mean, just look at the Kawhi Leonard stuff. Remember, his, their, you know, his, uh, his, what was it, his sister was congratulating him on on Instagram. Remember, during, yeah. as they won the championship, and uh, her boyfriend or husband went in the background and said, "We know you're not staying there." Unbelievable. Yes, <laughs> that, that's when I, see, and you're right. But, but, but so when that's I say I mean, family, even if I mean, you tell like, family, I, look, we've all had business top right. secret information in our careers, and what I believe in, I I tell my wife. And it's like it's like she's a safe. She's like a lockdown. Yeah. Like she says nothing. Yeah. Like she's the vault. You know, you say to her, don't say nothing to nobody. She'll look at me like, who am I going to tell? Like, this girl does not have a social media following account, nothing. She's kind of like, and I could just don't tell your family. She goes, what? I'm not going to tell nobody. I just keep it down. Loose lips, right? I'm a big download guy. Yeah. Keep it on the download. On the DL, that's it. Yeah, and so um, it was not. Durant, it did get leaked out before he officially announced it. Uh, but it did come out officially that both Kevin Durant, he signed a four-year buck sixty-four, uh, Kyrie Irving, four-year one hundred forty-one million dollar deal uh, with the Brooklyn Nets, Taz, yeah. and as the Knicks try and save a little bit of face um, in their pursuit of Kevin Durant, as they come out with the uh, you know with the uh, statement and then the report uh, that they sent out to uh, both Woj and uh, Ramona Shelbourne from ESPN that they were unwilling to offer Kevin Durant a max deal. I mean, that's really trying to save face. Here's the other thing I'd say to this. All these other teams, all these other teams that are willing to offer Kevin Durant the max and say the Knicks weren't, who exactly do you trust in that scenario? Anyone but the Knicks. (laughs) That's who I trust. (laughs) Seriously. I I agree with you. Everybody else will offer Durant. Durant. But the Knicks are going to tell you they're going to stand firm and say we weren't going to offer Durant the max. Yeah. As they try and save face. Who, it's like, we don't want that, him anyway. We right, don't want him anyway. Right. In that <laughs> argument, who exactly would you trust? You oh, would trust anybody else other than the Knicks. I know. It's Yeah, they got a lot of issues there. Bigger than players going. They got issues there. And it's tough because the owner's the issue. And he's not going anywhere. Meaning Dolan. He's the issue. And and that's the problem. It's not the pressure of playing in New York. It's not Madison Square Garden. It's none of that jazz. No. It's... They don't want to play the better guy. And we talked about the Oakley stuff earlier, you know, about, you know, how the disrespect and, and stuff that what Dolan did there and having him dragged out of the garden and going on the radio and talking about the guy having a drinking issue and all this kind of jazz. And and it's like, and like you said, Moose, I mean, players talk, players know this. Oh, these yeah. young current guys, they look at these these other players of trailblazers. They're guys that were there before them. There's a certain respect. It's in wrestling, too. You know, the younger current wrestlers respect the veteran wrestlers, yeah. and that's how it was when I was a young wrestler. You know, you, it's just it's just the way it goes. Well, you know? No doubt, no doubt. And it's a terrible look when you're dragging a guy that uh, put everything on the line for a franchise. I get you weren't owning the team. Uh, for the majority of that time, when he was a when he was a member of the New York Knicks, I, I, I get it. But he's still a legendary Nick, Charles yeah, Oakley. Yeah. And when you're dragging him out of the garden the way that they did, it's a terrible optic. But uh, the Brooklyn Nets are your big winners in free agency. Amazingly enough, all of these moves get done in relatively short order as free agency gets going. But the Brooklyn Nets are a big winner with Durant and Kyrie Irving also bringing DeAndre Jordan, Garrett Temple. Right. I liked what your. I still have concerns about their shooting prowess, Sixers. but I do like what the 76ers, what your 76ers did, Taz, 
uh, bringing back Tobias Harris, bringing in Al Horford, who's a great chemistry guy, great teammate, and is a winner. Yeah, but let me interrupt um, you. So about, and making about, that sign and trade deal sorry. with Josh Richardson now and Jimmy Butler as a member of the Heat. About Tobias, though, I got to say, I agree with our guest earlier, Mitch Lawrence. Okay, and I want to get I, – I, 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 I don't, I don't, and I like Tobias. I do. I, I do like Tobias. I do. I Tobias? I definitely do. But the thing is, I agree with Mitch. He's not a max guy. He's not. No, I don't. He's I, not. I don't you agree, right? He's not. Yeah, right? I, I, mean, I don't think he's a max deal, Taz. But, it, you know, the moves that you made last year and the assets that you gave up, you couldn't lose Harris. Right, right. That's the problem they have. I, I, he's he's not a max player on, in the open. I wouldn't give him a max contract, but the 76ers are also in a different position. They're trying to win. Right, right. They're looking at a scenario here. If you're in the Eastern Conference, the clock is ticking. Clock's ticking, yeah. Is not? Because the clock yeah. is ticking to when Kevin Durant is healthy from that torn Achilles tendon. Right. And the Brooklyn Nets are all of a sudden a championship they're caliber the team. team. And they're going to be. So, yeah. I'm with you. So yeah. you look at the Philadelphia 76ers, they look at the scenario of Kawhi Leonard ends up in Los Angeles. Right now... And 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 the 76ers might be the top team in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. So if, to, to the point you're making, if Kawhi ends up leaving Toronto, he's out of the East. Boom, he goes out west. Out west. The then Clippers you look at the 76ers Lakers, with what they have. I mean, are, are, I'd bank on them more than the Boston Celtics. I agree. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I agree with that. I agree. I mean, I mean, and the Al Horford deal going to the 76ers, I mean, you know, four-year deal, $109 million. I mean, I, I, you know, and, and again, Mitch made a good point in this. He's been the he's been the the thorn in the side of Embiid, so that part's good that they're yeah. on the same team. So I do like the fact that Kemba Walker ends up with the Boston Celtics. You and I were on it last week. Yep, we yep. talked about the fact of I threw Dallas out as a possibility, um, but ultimately <laughs> Walker ends up with the uh, the Boston Celtics. They do a sign and trade deal. Terry Rozier, another guy that the Celtics had to get rid of. Uh, he ends up down in Charlotte. He gets a he gets paid what a four year fifty eight million dollar contract. A lot of money, man. Yeah, he got and, a lot. and Kemba Walker gets uh, what a buck forty one for four years for yeah. Kemba Walker uh, with the Boston Celtics. They max him out, and he's going to be the complete antithesis of what Kyrie Irving was as a teammate. He's going to be a good teammate, not as good of a basketball player as Kyrie Irving, but they hope that chemistry wise, he's a better fit up in Beantown. Yeah, yeah. No, let me see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Boston's going to be interesting to watch this year because they had they, you know. I mean, they didn't, obviously they didn't win last year, but they played great and went pretty deep and everything. But the Kyrie thing didn't work. And we'll see what happens with Kyrie now and Durant. You know, Kyrie's going to have to, you know, carry the load there with Brooklyn. But they got a lot of good players until Durant's ready to go. But to backtrack on what you said, I, I do feel like you're looking at something with Brooklyn that they're going to be... You know, Mike, you you guys are you hit the jackpot. Oh, they're, they're happy. I mean, all these guys, Evan Roberts oh, out there. Yeah. He's 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 got a parade going on in the newsroom. Him oh. and these guys are all net. This is got to be frustrating for you because oh, you're a Knicks it, fan. It's, That's it's very difficult. difficult. Yeah, <laughs> it's very difficult. It really is. I just saw Evan Roberts walk by. He had a, he had a, he had a trump. He had a trombone. Right. <laughs> and then I love the Brooklyn Nets fan that's telling me, it's it's not that bad. It's really, it's not that big. Wait, no, that, wait it, they're saying that to you? Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, right. Oh, you know, uh, well, why trade Kristaps Porzingis? Well, you can't look at it that way. What yeah. do you mean? How other way you look at it? I, I, you know, oh, I would have concerns about Porzingis health-wise. I understand, but they traded the asset that was Porzingis yeah. to bring Durant and Irving aboard. That, and dude, now Durant and Irving are in Brooklyn. But you're, you're just to, like you just said, like the, how the Nets fan like talk. That's yeah, not that bad. It's like that's the worst. Any sports can, can, fan can relate. Yeah. When your team, when you're getting like uh, that disingenuous, you know, hey, it's gonna be okay. Like they're trying to take the high road, and they feel bad for you. 
that's the worst feeling. Well, that's it. It's the, like you have you have no you're like shut up. Right. You the know? Nets were shopping at Neiman Marcus and the Knicks were shopping at Marshalls. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Both great brands. <laughs> I'm not knocking it. <laughs> Uh, but but one is uh, a different level of product as compared to the other. I, I, think, the ana- I think the analogy is <laughs> on point, to be honest with you. All right, next. <laughs> Number two. Yankees sweep Red Sox in London series. Oh, my God. Uh, they do. Yes, the, the Yankees just keep on winning. Let's hear from some of the particulars. Here's Aaron Judge uh, on the trip, the two-game set over in London. If we played 81 games here, that'd be... That'd be a lot of fun, but um, no, we enjoyed it out here, and uh, you know, we came came out here and did what we wanted to do. You know, come out here and get a couple wins, and uh, you know, put on a show for the fans. Yeah, they certainly did. Let's hear from the, both managers. Here's Aaron Boone of the Yanks. Thought they really embraced the whole thing. It, it felt big. It felt important, and you know, to to get out of here with with two wins. Um, some crazy games, obviously, with a lot of offense. Uh, we're we're really excited uh, about that, obviously. Uh, uh, well, let's hear for you. Well, I'm, here's I'm Cora. chopping at the bit. Yeah, yeah I got you. Here's Cora <laughs> from the Sox. Besides what happened on the field, outstanding. I think it was great for baseball. Uh, the atmosphere was amazing. Um, you know, it, it's something that, you know, like I said yesterday, I play in, in different venues, international venues, and, and some great ones. I had a blast, you know, being in Japan, uh, was in was the GM of the WBC in 2017 in in LA against Team USA and and what we witnessed here was great. Listen, okay, I, I watch these games. Yeah, so do I. And look, I'm happy for the Yankees. I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I can't stand the Red Sox, and I hate the Yankees, but I think I hate the Red Sox and their fan base more than I do the Yankees. So we, whatever. So I was happy to see for you Yankees. You guys are just dominant. But here's the, the to me the bigger picture is. I want to say something. First off, when we talked about these games being at London Stadium, and I was kind of, you know, ripping it, I felt like the rivalry the rivalry between the Yankees and the Red Sox is close of their home stadiums and the great fan bases they have. And then when you go to London, it kind of takes it away. Well, I, I got to say, I watched the pregame that Fox did on Saturday, and I was locked in, and I enjoyed it. And then I watched the whole game, and, and I thought Fox did a great job. Not that ESPN didn't. I, I like the Fox broadcast better regardless so I, I want to backtrack on that. I actually enjoyed the game, and it was cool to see. And a lot of the fans in the U.K., were, were they, they have very knowledgeable on baseball, and they were dialed in. But, dude, that first game, especially the first game, we talk about ball baseballs being, you know, where the ra- yeah. lasers, lasers are lowered and the lag effects or the pitcher can't have as much English on it. Drag, yeah. Dude, come on. I mean, they were close to 40 hits in the first game. 17 to 13, the Yankees won the first game. The first inning, Moose, how long was the first inning? It was over an hour. Oh, yeah, over an hour. I mean, at one point in time, Joe Buck said, we've been playing 45 minutes, we've got four outs. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was, it was not. Oh. That, that, to me, is not anything of quality. When both starters can't get through the first inning. Good uh, pitchers, both really correct. good pitchers. It was Porcello and, and, uh, and Tanaka. Tanaka, right. Right, right. when they both can. Tanaka give it, you know, giving a, a six-run lead at the beginning and then gives it right back. I, I don't disagree with you, Taz. Too much. It, 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 right. The Yankees scored 29 runs in two games. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox scored 21 runs in those That's two crazy. games. They won 17-13 and 12-8 were the two finals of the two series over in London. But big picture, I'm not telling you the baseball was great. Uh, Taz, big picture, it makes sense. No, they're trying to make more money. That's what they're, they're doing. They're trying to expand right. revenue streams. Right. Right. They're trying to, you know, bring it. You know, first two games played over in Europe um, and playing over in London. 
Uh, it's two great storied franchises in the Yankees and the Red Sox. I, I think it makes sense, and it added something. It had a little juice. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it did. I know Yankees Red Sox always had juice, but to play the point that that Aaron Judge or uh, was it Judge or Cora who said just there? Cora, oh, I think it was Cora. You know, there say. was a. You know, it, it felt bigger. It did. Yeah, it did. It did. No, it did. And it I think did. the TV broadcast helped it make yes, it feel better. I don't think there's they any did doubt. a good job. But here's so here's the thing, uh, you know, and and you make the you're making the correct point. I mean, baseball is doing this to build that international revenue stream and to grow the game, which it took them this long, if you think about it, as far as in the it's UK. It's kind of, kind of yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. You know, and obviously the game has grown big time in, in, in Asia, you know, in, in Tokyo and Japan, I should say. But uh, the thing is, it's not cheating either. So I'm not sitting here and I'm loose. You're not, we're not implying that there was any cheating. By then, both pitchers, both clubs are getting whatever kind of baseballs they're using. And they were they were using in London, okay. It's not cheating, right? I, mean, I don't want to think we're saying anybody that there's anything shady going on. It's it's a disadvantage for both pitchers. Oh no, you know, that it yeah. sucks for these pitchers because they give them these balls that are just flying out of the park. Quick story, like my niece, she's a really good softball player. She's getting recruited, you know. And she she plays summer travel ball all over the place. So I, I was we were at a barbecue. I was talking to my brother in law, and, and and she came over, and she's a pitcher, like I said. She said at these tournaments now, they, this last tournament she was in, they handed her, the, the, both teams, these softballs where the, she goes, they're like, it's, it's almost like a small bowling ball. She goes, there's no, there's, you can't grip the ball. Oh, the laces. So was, the laces are like flat. Are flat. That's a problem. And because the tournament, they're trying to get create more money. Going. Right, get offense going so other clubs join their tournament because it's exciting. Gotcha. So even on the grassroots level, that's girls softball. Yeah. She's a, she's a, a sophomore in high school. That's girls. So, so there you go. The I point, mean, the, you know. right. And that's telling you that everyone digs the offense. But, Taz, you can do it to a level to where it almost makes it comical. And right, you saw right. that on Saturday. That game was not really representative of what baseball should be. And they've adjusted the – whether it be the less drag, laces being lower – or whether it be the pill the being pill off gimmick. center, right, Taz, what they've done here is um, they've marginalized the home run, the impact of the home run, where everybody now hits home runs, yeah. and taken away the special nature of it. And that, that to me, is too much of a good thing, can be too much of a good thing. And I think they've done that here with the home run in Major League Baseball. By the way, side note, did you see uh, your, your man there, your guy A-Rod, did you see him, I don't know if you saw it on the Fox, the pregame, he was doing like a man on the street thing and had a camera follow him like a couple, that, couple no. days prior. It was pretty How funny. Was it? it was good. He, he was going up to just like people in the city of London asking them like to see if they knew who he was or oh, like really? baseball. It was very funny. Did they and know him? Some did. Yeah, some did. Okay. But he actually was bumping into more Red Sox fans than Yankee fans, which oh, was weird. funny. And then, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Frank, uh, what's his name? Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. He was ribbing Frank. Remember, Frank was on our show yeah. here. And he was joking because Frank and him do those Fox uh, studio deal, uh, the, show, the pregame and stuff. So he was asking people, did you ever hear Frank Thomas? And they didn't know who Frank Thomas was. But he was ribbing them, you know what I mean? It was pretty fun. It was good. You would have liked it. It was, it was pretty but good. But you know what? It's taking them this long, Taz. They should continue it. Yeah. I, I, I You know, if I, you would ask me last week, I would have ripped it again. But I liked it. I, I'm with you. I, I, do enjoy, it again. I enjoyed it. Was uh, it Pirates I, and who? Uh, I, I was... 
Cubs, uh, Cubs, Cardinals. Yes, yeah, correct. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, this is something that uh, you know, just like they do in the National Football League, it should continue to it should, it should continue to keep going here for Major League Baseball. It really should. I said, well, I couldn't remember the two teams, and then Mike said, Cubs, Cardinals. I'm like, geez, he's on top. He's, on, he's really on it. Yes. Pirates played tonight, though. I figured it was. It's not NBA. I figured he was like, huh? Who were the Cubs? Um, <laughs> all right, uh, next exactly. number three. USA will face England tomorrow in the semifinals, 3 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, Women's World Cup over in France, 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Um, When's the finals? The final Friday? I don't know. Um, Um, I'm locked in. I I think, yeah, yeah, it's... Over in France, United States, England, right? Over in in France tomorrow, 3 o'clock Eastern time, that match gets going. uh, As the United States women's team, the the number one uh, women's world soccer team, the number one uh, women's team in the land, in the world, uh, they take on England. And hopefully they're victorious and march on to the finals. And I got to tell you, I, I really need all ladies to win this game. Because I got a lot of people that follow me on social media that are from the UK. A lot of great fans from England. So I was proud. So I tweeted that, you know, I wasn't talking smack as an American. But I was just saying, hey, you know, whatever. Paraphrase. Congrats to all all girls. They they beat France in their home. You know, it's a great win. And here come all the English, English, the British wrestling fans. Dude, I love soccer. Oh, my God. Yeah, English soccer fans. You would think like... Like, you know, like I have the a, hooligans. Dude, they were going off on me. Like, rip it, rip it. I'm sure. Yeah, like, Taz, you that's not. You're playing off, yeah. lady. Where do you see? You're playing off. Oh, some of the pirates. <laughs> I thought that was Scottish. Oh, <laughs> 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 I don't do a good English accent. No, it's not. Hey, see, matey. Hi, hi. So they're all pirates over right. in England. What the hell's going on? Pirate Taz. Dude, they were really, they were all over me. I mean, all over me. So I really need the American girls to win. Or you're going to hear from it. Yeah, hopefully yeah. they are. I'm not going to tell you that, uh, you know, we know the, you know, the ladies team, Rapino. Alex Morgan, Carly Lloyd. Yeah, she's she's clutch, and her celebrations are great. Yeah, she's great. And they say, uh, what was the, the, her her, um, goal celebration is, uh, someone did a side-by-side similar to Randy Orton. Did you see that? Oh, the pose. I did see that. Yeah. And it's pretty funny. She's hacking Randy Orton. Yeah, she does the pose like like that. A little bit. I think think it's different. I I think it's a little different. I didn't look. I didn't think of it. I, I I looked at it and I tried to I tried to give the benefit of the doubt, but I looked at it, I didn't see this. I, I didn't. I, it's it's a similar similarity. in nature, but it's not really it. It's not it. I mean, maybe because Randy's a massive dude and she's not a massive person. Right, but if you're so just looking different. at if you're yeah, just the way he puts his arms his arms. I I don't know, but maybe she's could be. I mean, I don't, they had a great photo though of her. Someone tweeted out after she scored the other day um, and the celebration and the crowd going crazy and. The background, she's just standing there, yeah. like it's just—it's awesome. You're on top yeah, of the yeah, world. Yeah. No, no, that's great. Good for her. She's a great player. Great player. I mean, um, um, I, really, I, I tell you, man, they just—you know what's so impressive with the American girls? Now we don't normally spitball soccer here, but their defense, like defensively, dude, they just—they will shut you down. Oh. Like they are just—they play legit. They, they, these girls have motors, man. The, the American, the American team, they. Defensively are impressive as hell. Because that France team they beat, you know, they're no joke. No, they're not. Number and, two and, women's yeah. team in the world. And they were home yeah. you know, in France. So 
So we'll see what happens here. I oh, mean, I hope we beat the, uh, the English. That's going to be a great atmosphere, though. Oh, England yeah. and the United States tomorrow, 3 o'clock Eastern time over in France. Should I give another prediction tomorrow? What do you think? Yeah, we'll give a prediction tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Well, they, we do now. They beat Cameroon. Uh, what a 2 nothing, 3 days shut them out. You're going you're gonna to pick the United States. Of course, so are you. You're an American. You well, gotta the, pick them. <laughs> I can't go against America. That's sacrilegious. Well, maybe Especially sacrilegious. the week of the Fourth of July. That's right. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Right. It's another layer to England. It. What the hell? Right. England and the we're gonna celebrate our nation's <laughs> July Fourth. I like the English. Yeah, I'll go with the English team. I'm gonna take uh, plus one sixty-five. Maybe 300 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I think exactly. Ellen White is going to exactly. really that's dominate. Like, yeah, that's it's like a <laughs> like, what the hell's with Moose? Right, yeah, exactly. like, what's his problem? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 you can't go. Rooting for the Redcoats. Yeah. By the way, do you know that England, I don't know if you know this, uh, they have two flags. They, did you realize that? They have the Union Jack, okay. which is the flag that everyone knows, yeah. which is for the, the United Kingdom. And then they have their own flag, which is a white flag with a red cross, like a, a, a big yes, white. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, yes. that's why I, so, I, I, know a lot, I know a lot about history and about international history. Oh, so. Yes. It's, it's kind it's, of my thing. I did go to school, you know. I know Not just did. wrestling school. I did go to school. I, I understand that. Pretty intelligent you're, you're on, guy. I, I, no, one has, no one doubts you. I know flags, Moose. I know you're flags. You're on top of them. You get a flag for this show. Yes, I think. <laughs> Can't even get video. We're going to get flags nice to get now. video. <laughs> 855-212-4227. Good job, Bilotti. God save the king. God, God save, save the queen. The queen. The queen. I, I'm American. I'm not. I, I love that country. Two flags. God save the queen. I made a mistake. <laughs> I am a proud American. I made an error. Uh, it's Taz and the Moose. We'll come back. The Mets find a way to mess up the 50th anniversary <laughs> of their 1969 oh. title team. Oh, I know. Um, we'll uh, explain. <laughs> if you missed it, we'll explain. We'll do that next. Taz, Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is Major League Baseball legend Frank Thomas. You're listening to Taz and Moose on the CBS Sports Radio. It's the there, Moose, there Frank. Oh, all good. Oh, he's a good guy. Yes. He's my new good. friend. Oh, new no friend. doubt. Right. Yeah. yeah. Natalie Attire, oh. Frank Thomas. We'll get into the Mets 69 celebration. Oh. Which is, I mean, come on. I almost wish we didn't have to talk about it, but no, well, you kind well, of threw to it, so. Well, no, no, well, <laughs> you have to mention it because it's, it. If you almost like say to yourself, all right, like. You're celebrating the 50th anniversary of the 69 Mets championship team this weekend. Right. Number one, before you get to everything that transpired on on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right? Here's the one. The first thing that bothered me is this. Thursday, the Mets are playing an afternoon game in Philadelphia against the Phillies. Right. The same day that they're playing an afternoon game in Philadelphia... They have Howie Rose, the radio voice of the Mets, taking off that final day, that the last game in Philadelphia. Ed Coleman, who covers the Mets locally yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on now 880 WFAN in New York, he steps in uh, to take Howie's spot. Josh Lewin gets, uh, not Lewin, um, uh, Wayne Randazzo gets bumped up to the number one guy, and, and Ed Coleman's then calling the game. But that day that they're playing the game, they unveil Tom Seaver way at City Field. When the Mets are playing a game that afternoon in Philadelphia, they unveiled Tom Seaver way and also announced that they're going to have a statue to Tom Seaver right. in front of City Field. And the Mets are playing that day in Philadelphia. Why would you? Why would you? Dude. When you're not playing, a, why wouldn't you do that Friday? 
Why would you do that when the team is on the road in Philadelphia? That doesn't make any sense to me. I asked like five, six people for an explanation. No one could explain to me why exactly the Mets decided to do it that day. That made no sense. I don't know what to tell you because you're exactly right. Does that make any sense to you? No, as a lifelong You've worked in the promotions, but you've experienced. You've worked with a number of wrestling companies and promoting things and everything like that. Does that make any sense? No, it's a a layup that you have to do it. You need to do it when the team is there. Right. Not when they're on the road. (laughs) That made no sense to me. And you know a lot of people within the organization. Yeah, no one could explain it to me. Even people at SNY, no yeah, one's got no nothing. One, no one could explain it to me. No one, no one. I say, well, that doesn't, I, I, and no one even brought, they were like, oh, yeah, you know what? That's a good point. I go, I don't understand that. Why, why would you do that? We're going to have to have Mikey B delve into it more. Mike, you got people. You'll look into it. And then, deeper. looking at my people. And so, we know, <laughs> listen, we know you're, you're honoring the 69 Mets this weekend, the Mets did, right? They're taking on the Atlanta Braves. They had a game last night. They snapped the seven-game losing streak, as we discussed earlier on, right? Finally. So, the, you know, we know no Seaver. He's in poor health, yeah, right? Sad. And we know Very Nolan sad. Ryan's not there. Not every member of the 69 Mets are there, right? And some have obviously passed away. But they did a video tribute. Right? And remembering those. And they put two players, Jim Gosger and Jesse Hudson, Hudson right. up on the video scoreboard, up on the video tribute as we remember. Both guys are alive. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very embarrassing, horrible, just bad. I don't know. I mean, God. How do you, yeah. how do you think these people's family? I mean, I, I mean, I, unless I two wanna... guys that are alive is dead. How exactly you've had the entire year? You've had year. This yeah. is the fiftieth celebration 50 of the '69. But to figure this out. But you built this up. This for a better part of like a year. You've known you were going to do this. How, how exactly do you list two guys who are alive as Just dead? Imagine if you're a distant cousin to Jesse Hudson and you're watching and you're like, oh, wait, wait a, a minute, minute. He passed away. Jesse? Like, Just talk know, to him. I was just talking to him yesterday. Yeah, right. I, I mean, you can't. You can't. What it's just the Mets now it's unconfirmed just... to add on to this. They put a, a note on the board yesterday apologizing for that and apparently spelled Jesse wrong oh in Jesse Hudson because <laughs> why not? <laughs> I mean, at least he's alive. Yeah. If we misspell just... his name, no, they're probably deal. like, Listen, what do you want to get everything right? <laughs> we just apologize. <laughs> Enough. So we spelled Jesse with one S, not two. All bad. I think they put you know an I, mean? I in where it I shouldn't mean... have been or took it out. I don't right. Know. Oh, so the God. We Remember segment of Saturday ceremony, you message it and then Gosker. Uh, posted on about the mistake on Facebook and said uh I'm I clicked on the wrong page here basically said wow look at me I made the big board thank you New York Mets for bringing me back yeah two lives in wrestling this has happened sex to Pete I know it's happened a few times I know it happened recently too I can't remember what who and they there was an implication that someone was gone died and he's still alive. And the person tweeted, I can't remember who it was. Like, no, no, I'm still here. I, oh, I do. Re- yeah. I remember that. I don't remember Pete, the wrestler. Remember? No, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't it, remember it's the wrestler. a bunch of times. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But uh, I guess my that has thing, that with me. I'm getting to that age. Right well, quick, wasn't like, there when Ric Flair was sick? Didn't his daughter have to come on? Well, that's true. That's true. And Rick, say, no, he's still here. Like, that's, didn't they, that's somebody true. You're say right he had passed? Yeah, yeah, you're, right you're right about that. You're right that's about true. that. That is. That, that, I think that's, you know what, Bogus? I think that's who I was thinking about. We over. That's what I was right Yeah, Ric Flair. Yeah, but yeah, but, and, 
But like Pete said, it's happened in wrestling a lot. No, over the I, years. I'm sure it has, Taz. But you've had fifty. I mean, well, with you've the had, Mets, you if, have 50 if you're years. the Mets, I mean, I mean, it's an easy thing. You run down the list of of guys. You make some phone calls. You find out whether they're alive or not. I mean, what people go on the assumption or hop on Wikipedia I mean, and do a search columns, and right? say. And some guy like woke up. He's eating his ham sandwich for lunch. He goes, Ah, I think hey, Oscar's dead. That's my brother. Oh, he is. Yeah. Let's add him to the we remember phase. <laughs> Jesse Hudson, yeah. dead or alive? I think he's dead. Oh, wouldn't you find yeah, Jesse out? was a hell of a guy? Let's wouldn't put him you, in the montage. Wouldn't you have that set? And whether or not you know what are you going on? Some guy as he as he's pouring over his lunch, deciding checkmark one way or the other. <laughs> I, I, I gotta tell I you, mean, do bench you, cut. Wouldn't you make up a? Wouldn't you get a phone number to make a phone call to figure out whether a guy's yeah. alive or not? He didn't respond. Must yeah, be I, dead. I'll hit you with something that's t- similar in this topic. That's a little crazy, but I, I can't name names. I just can't. But there are companies or teams that have someone within the team or company that puts together a private list of people that might be soon to yeah, pass away. I've done that. Yeah. Oh, you have done that? At my previous job, really? my first job at ABC Radio, we had we had obits loaded. Yeah. Obits. Like yeah. Uh, obituaries. Like little, ra- little vignettes about people that either were... Were older or were sick, so or that if just news like, comes down that they passed yeah. away, you had something to roll. Like out. I even think there was a Michael Jordan one, just because you didn't want to be slow on a track. You know, like even just prominent people had one. Did it feel weird to have a gig like that? Like you're like, I, uh, I don't picture. It, it probably mean, didn't bother you. I, mean. I understood it once. I was. It was explained to me like the pra- the news practice was to have because like you know you've seen it. Yeah, there's a beautifully produced. Narrator piece. How, how do they yeah. get it out? How do you so do quick? that so right. fast? It's, well, it's been sitting there in a can. It's called the video package in yeah. the biz. Right. You use an inside term, the can. Too. Yeah. In so the can, that means yeah. that SOT, it's on hold. Sot, right. yeah. Wow. Sound on tape. Next. What do we got? Come on. You want spitball TV? Oh, that's <laughs> got two TV guys here, me and Moose. What do you think you're dealing with here? Come on. Please. Put your IFB and let's go. Oh, another one. That's a little earpiece, Jones. What else we got? I think we're good. I'm Mikey B's like what? What? Who? What? What? Nice. Nice way to try and take the embarrassment away from the mess. Two Met We're fans. Talking about, two Met fans. We're talking about IFBs. All right, let's go, Bogus. That's All right. That's Speaking of embarrassment, who needs <laughs> Kevin Durant when you can have Reggie Bullock, Julius Randle, Taj Gibson, and Bobby Portis? Nick fans can rest easy. The future is now bright on Broadway. While the Nets, still the stepchild in NYC, only able to land Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan and Garrett Temple in the first hours of free agency. Durant will come east through a sign-and-trade with the Warriors. They'll get guard D'Angelo Russell to open the cap space for that. Golden State is shipping Andre Iguodala to the Grizzlies, where he will likely be bought out. Iguodala might then sign with the Lakers, who are waiting on Kawhi Leonard alongside the Clippers and the Raptors. The Heat and Sixers still working on their sign-and-trade that'll get Jimmy Butler four years and $142 million in South Beach. Philly's return will include Josh... Josh Jackson. No, no, it's Josh Richardson, Mike. Thanks very much. Uh, the Sixers are keeping Tobias Harris five years and $190 million. They're adding Al Horford four years and 109 mil. The Pelicans' facelift continues... Well, okay, Mike, how many people... You must Excuse me, Andrew. You must have a lot of people lately, the past 24 hours, just love to talk to you about the Nets and... Text your phone's got to be blowing up. Josh Jackson. <laughs> yeah, my phone. Uh, I, I received a lot of text messages yesterday, more than I've ever received, like on a birthday ever, or probably ever. Like yeah, nothing will compare. And to you that. tweeted something silly, something like "This is amazing" or something kind of 
a little silly, right? Didn't you, you tweet something? Uh, you can say dumb. That's fair. No, not dumb. <laughs> but as a Nets, you know, Nets lover, I'm just sure your phone must be blowing up. Yeah, I, you I, and Evan Roberts just like texting each other nonstop. Yeah, there was a group text that I had to put a uh, Billy's in there. Yeah, and at 11:45, when I was still getting the text messages, I had to say, "You have to stop. I'm trying to sleep." Well, don't worry. In, in about two days, uh, your phone will be as usual. <laughs> That's it, Mike. You and your friends. Okay. I'll make sure not to text you. <laughs> Those are live crickets. Wow. Thank you. Like, Jeez. <laughs> Get him back in the container. Appreciate that. Just cracking Mike for no reason. I know people you know can make my heels. That sense was a long humor. route to the cricket noise. I know. <laughs> a little too much. Set that one up like three days in advance. Uh, the whole big build up set the table, bro. You know. A little too much, yeah. Uh, the Pelicans' <laughs> facelift continues with the signing of J.J. Redick and the expected trade with Utah for forward Derek Favors. The Jazz have picked up Bogdan Boyanovic and Ed Davis. Chris Middleton re-ups with the Bucks. Veteran guard Patrick Beverly is returning to the Clippers. And Damian Lillard signs a four-year, $196 million extension in Portland. All of this unofficial until Saturday. Major League Baseball named its all-star reserves and pitching staffs yesterday. Astros ace Justin Verlander heading to the Midsummer Classic for the eighth consecutive summer. He shares the longest streak with Mike Trout. Nats ace Max Scherzer is next with seven. 31 first-timers going to Cleveland next week, including Dodgers lefty Hinjin Ryu. He will start for the National League. Pete Alonso and Jeff McNeil are both All-Stars for the very first time. They each drove in two during the Mets' five-run eighth last night. That got them past the Braves' 8-5, ending their seven-game skid. And as you guys were discussing last segment, the Yankees and Red Sox finished their weekend in London with a 12-8 bomber win. It included... A D.D. Gregorius home run. That's absolutely walloped into the stands by D.D. Gregorius. Well, we've seen some stars this weekend, but I don't think any have shot as bright as he has. Whether it's been with a glove or been with a bat, he's been absolute box office. Solo shot, D.D. Gregorius, Yankees 12, Red Sox 4. John Sterling bringing the A-game. I, want to, I love the accent. The British accent's great. No, it's definitely a great accent. Sounds, it is. BT Sports. Yes. yes. Brandon Tierney Sports. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, um, yeah, no, no. It's definitely a... It sounds cool in the... Oh, it's so nice. For yeah. a baseball call. That's right. Like, you don't sounds hear that. classy. Could they talk about anything in a British accent. Better than John classy. Sterling putting himself over. Oh. Ah, la, 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 whatever the hell he says, all of his bits. What, 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 I might have been a little... now doing <laughs> soccer? <laughs> I might have been off a little bit. Uh, right. You got to get my drift. John Stone. No, see, Stopilo. Yeah, that's the one. Yes. You don't hear the English guys doing that. They just call no. something. They're not screaming about bangers and mash. It's absolutely box <laughs> office. <laughs> really? It's been box office. They did that on the uh, on the thing there, too, on the commentary on the Fox, the, the announcers with Buck, and they were talking a lot about the... Uh, about the delicacies and the food that we're getting in in, in, in London, yeah, which is which nice. Yeah, good. Really which good is food nice. there. Yeah, really good. You ever have chocolate? Have you been to England or no? I'm Any not. Guys? No. You go to England, you, it sounds weird. You got to have the chocolate. Because they, they, their milk is not, it's like pasteurized or not pasteurized. It's different than our milk here. Oh. Like, so their chocolate, and Canada too, believe it or not, tastes so different. I'm not, good, I'm not a huge chocolate guy. I like chocolate, but dude, let me tell you something. You eat chocolate <laughs> over there... Okay, you eat chocolate over Great. there, it's, um, it melts in your mouth. I'm telling Isn't you that, that right Toblerone now. thing, the big weird triangle box is in listen, every airport? Listen, no, I know no, it, that's, no, not, that's no, not. No, that's no. from Romania, that, I believe. No, no, that <laughs> is that's not Romania. It's no. from Switzerland. No. Uh, it's it's Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah, that's near England. Switzerland. But the cool thing is, yeah. It's, so, yeah. 
So yeah, popular <laughs> choice. Yeah, oh, I think you, you like Jim. Uh, Let's go to break. Uh, we got the undercard coming your way now. Taz and Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Time right now to ask the pros where you, the listener, get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash pros. And uh, today's question is uh, from Josh in Dallas. Does Jimmy Butler going to Miami prove he cares more about being the number one option than winning titles? Uh, yeah, to me it does. Yeah, me too. Um, I personally don't have a problem with that. I mean, if that's, you know, I, I think it's a little overrated that people need, these players need to go places to win championships. At the end of the day, it's about your own personal happiness and money you make or where you want to play. That's what I think. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, but when you're a competitor, how do you enjoy it if you're losing? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're losing, I mean, you, you don't, win. no one wants to lose. I, I agree no, with that, that. that. Yeah, I guess that's the point. I mean, he's going to get paid regardless. I mean, but <laughs> it's not like he's put himself on a, a, a team that is going to be a, right. a championship caliber team. That would be the only issue that I would have. But you're right. I mean, players can do whatever the hell they want to do, Taz. Usually you see guys that are going to get paid. Maybe they'll give up a little bit to put themselves in a better winning position. Yeah. Because you don't want to you don't want to get your doors beaten in on a right, nightly basis. Uh, right. No, of course. I don't I, think Miami will, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do think, though, it's a lot of times it's, um, <clears throat> you know, if he wants to be the man on a team and, 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 and you know, and, and he knows playing on, on the Sixers, that's going to be tough to do with guys like Simmons there and, and you know, uh, Embiid. You know what I mean? So it's a little tougher to do that there. You know what? He's, what's he making? It's a four-year deal, like $140 million and change. So, you know what? Jeez, well, let me ask you, if the report in Philadelphia, if, if it was not, if it was not, if the Philadelphia 76ers were willing to give him a max deal, and he decided to say, all right, I don't want the max deal in Philly because I'm not going to be the number one option. I'm going to take less money to go be the number one option in Miami. You wouldn't have an issue with that? Uh, I probably, as a Sixer fan, I would. I, and I like Jimmy Butler. Yeah, you'd be bothered so by that. I probably that. would be bothered by that. But yeah. I would respect and understand his decision about his own career. You yeah, know? I mean, I, if. But I, gonna, I would be a little bothered. Yeah, would but, bother but me. I would. I understand. Put myself it, out of a winning situation, take less money just to be the guy for a team. Right, but yeah, I do think it's important to yeah. realize it's like we have our own careers; they have sure. their career. You oh, know no, what I mean? Oh no, no, I get I know it. you know that. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. get it. I guess if if I'm gonna make you know the money is gonna be relatively similar, and we're talking about a lot of money now. Well, so crazy, uh, you yeah. know, we're talking about crazy amounts of money. Um, I'd want to win basketball games. You know, I, I really would. I, I'm not telling you I want to take a subservient role, Taz, and be the third or fourth right, option. Right, right, right. Uh, but I also want to win. I want to. I want to. I want to taste what it's like to win a championship. No, sure. yeah, I mean, but, no, I, I get it. But you know, it's just. I think a lot of that. I think it's it's all individual amongst sure. the players. But I get your point. I mean, he's 29 years old. He's going to be you know playing in Miami. It's a pretty beautiful place, Miami. Oh no doubt. Now, I, we were, a lot of us. A lot of people thought he was going to go to Houston. He's from Houston, and the Rockets yeah. wanted him, but yeah. uh, that didn't happen. No, it did not. Don't forget you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com/slash/ask-the-pros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices. Excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices. Every single day. Dude, the undercard, so, we haven't done it. Well, no, I don't think we have time for the undercard. We've got like no. 50 seconds left in the show. Look at Mike's just smiling at me. 
Yeah, um, yeah no, I, well, we've been talked a lot of hoops, but it's been fun talking hoops. I mean, throughout the whole show because there's a lot to talk about with the free agency. Well, there's goals. a lot, and there's a lot of different layers to it. Right. And now the last one is Kawhi Leonard, Taz, as uh, he keeps the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Toronto Raptors in the waiting game here. When's it happen, Moose? Um, Tell me. You know, I know you got people. No, no, I don't. I, I he's has July second. He's meeting with the Clippers, right? So tomorrow he's supposed to be meeting with Los Angeles. Uh, the meetings. I think we have a decision by Friday at the latest. I'm going to stick to what I've been saying. He's going to stay with the Raptors. Raptors, Kawhi. Okay. What, do you, what do you think? I hope so. I hope you're right. I, I, anybody but the Lakers. <laughs> Dude, I'm not, I, I agree with anybody you. Anybody but I, the Lakers. I, I hope you. he stays with the Raptors. You'd rather see him go to the Clippers than the Lakers. Uh, yes. I'm with you. So we're on the same page. Uh, you yeah. think he's going to stay with the Raptors? I do. I do. I, do I, think, I think push comes to shove. He takes a short-term deal, stays with Toronto. Lakers. He's going to Lakers? Yeah, Mikey B. Basketball savant. All right, look, All it's right. been great, Moose. Yes, it's been fun. Enjoy your Monday, everybody. Till tomorrow. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.